Welcome to episode seven of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. Dave, how are you doing today? Uh, you know what? I'm going to be really honest with everybody. My attitude isn't worth a squirt of piss right now. Well, that's not bad. What what is a squirt of piss worth these days anyway? <laughs> I'm going to take it that that's a I'm going to take it it's a low value. It's a, it's a pretty No, it's taxes, folks. It's taxes. And my one little rant right now is that uh, you know, you love seeing your kids get older and more mature and you know, it's a beautiful thing and especially when they're healthy and but damn it. I'm plugging all the numbers in. I'm thinking, "Hey, we're going to end up on the plus side of this thing." And I put in my three deductions or my three, sorry, child tax credits. And that freaking number didn't move a beat. Oh my God. And then I'm sitting there going, what the hell is, you know, is the software bad? Is my computer bad? Is it like buffering? What the hell's going on? And then I realized, shit, there's 17. Damn it. Yeah. That's well, at least you do them yourself. I, I make uh Liz do our taxes. Cause I, I don't have the patience. I would blow up when I see that. And well, we, we usually wait till the 15th nowadays because of what you just mentioned. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm there. So anyway, you know what? I'm still better than most, not as good as some. Cause I, I, I do, I got a healthy family. Everything's good, but I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off. So it's better, I... it better me and pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> no, I'm almost on the other end of the spectrum as you then, because I think from now on, I think I'm going to have to be addressed as the champ, the champ. simply because after a 20 year wait, one, my, my, my fantasy league that we've been doing for, oh, it's going on 30 years now. It's the second time I've won it, but it's the first time since the late nineties. So it's been a 20 year uh, break. And I finally won it, got off the schneid, ran rough shot over the competition in the playoffs. So I'm pretty fired up about that. Also pretty fired up to drink our tastings out of our new flights, football, and anything else. It's all bullshit mugs, courtesy of one of our listeners, Jamie Wendy. Thanks, Jamie. You're the best. All right. So what's on tap first? Uh, the first one we're going to go on tap on tap is uh, the banana b- Let's start over. You You threw me for a loop because I wanted to let the listeners know. Be sure to follow us on at Spotify, at Apple Podcasts. We're on uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and a couple others. And be sure to subscribe and leave any ratings. Even tell us we suck because good ratings, the platforms pick up on comments. So even go on there and tell us how absolutely shitty the pod is and how horrible it is. But a rating and a is review, a rating. a rating and a review is better than nothing. nothing. So we'd appreciate any feedback we can get. Twitter at epod ffa. If anybody's betting hockey, you, you want to follow that Twitter page because my hockey picks have been lights out and like twenty five and fifteen since I've started doing it. Got three one tap selections on board for tonight. But anyway, follow us on. Twitter at EPOD FFA. And if Michigan ever activates that gambling law, you can make some money betting some hockey just by following us on Twitter. But anyway, now back to what no, you were sorry saying. Sorry about our, that. Our I, first I question we uh, listened to one of our listeners. A couple of the listeners pointed out, hey, you can do more than sample IPAs. And I'm like, hey, you got a point there. 
So none of our selections are the IPA, and our first one is Banana Bread Beer from Eagle Brewery, 5.2% with 18 IBUs. It's a flavored malt beverage slash lager blend. So looking forward to this. It's from uh, England, too. I was going to say, if you know, if I was going to add that in there, if our listeners weren't familiar with where Eagle Brewery was, it's across the pond, mate. Like it. Like it. So the first pour into the new mugs is the banana bread beer. Oh, a nice copper color tint to it. Mm-hmm. Totally different than the IPAs we've been sampling of the past. Just oh, Clearly smell the bananas in there. Oh, yeah. And my pour, better than last week at uh, locate the south location, but oh, yeah. still not as good as yours today. Cheers, Cheers. champ. Definitely taste the banana. Oi. That's awesome. So you we we've heard in English and in Australian. Excellent. Right. Um, oh, good day. Oh, that's the best thing I've tasted since, well, the shrimp on the barbie, right? Yes, sir. That was, I, really, I, that was really stupid, by the way. I don't know why I but, did that. But, well, hey, you, if you had shrimp on the barbie, you I like I felt like Jim Carrey <laughs> sticking my head out the window of that limousine just for a second there. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, top item up for bid topic-wise, Super Bowl 54. Chiefs, as called here on the pod, covered the spread, also went under the number of 54. You're welcome, everybody, for those of you who prospered from the expert knowledge. Like I told you, the college stuff, I leave that to the amateurs. Uh, thoughts, immediate <laughs> thoughts on the game? I Yeah, it kind of went down the way everybody thought it might. Um, San Francisco, you know, best D in the country, um, and you've got a – You've got a comeback kid as a quarterback on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Um, I thought as badly as he was playing in the first half that mm, maybe maybe the pressure's getting to him. Maybe he's you know n- not being considered a veteran even though he was an MVP. Uh, maybe it's getting to him a little bit. Maybe he's not gonna. But uh, just before um, the what was it, sixty-five yard pass to Hill? Yes. Um, I was talking to my dad and I said, Hey, you know what, uh, what's kept the chiefs in a lot of these games is one or two really big plays to get them out of a hole and get some momentum going. And it was two or three plays later. Boom. That's funny. You mentioned that. So we were thinking the same, I was watching the game in the first half. It's 10, 10. I'm like, man, Andy Reed is going to blow another one. He's you know got 221 wins or whatever it is, you know, in his career, but he's never won the Super Bowl, and it's 10 to 10. And like you said, the Chiefs thrive on the home run. Just a big play team. And that opens up the running game. It opens up the middle of the field for Kelsey. But the first half, they didn't do anything over the top. They played right into the hands of San Francisco. And then they came out, basically did the same thing in the third quarter, found themselves down 20 to 10. And then, like you said, they finally open it up. And then boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, it's 31-20. Chiefs win, which now you now the all the criticisms now on Shanahan because he was the offensive coordinator that, that blew the 
big lead to the Patriots. Right. And now he's the head coach. At least he can go into the offseason knowing that, hey, I got three timeouts in the first half still in my pocket. So right. Why not use them in the first half? Right. So try to score. I mean, it was 10 to 10. You didn't have the game in the bag at 10 to 10. No, right. So right. call your timeouts and try to get a, a field goal touchdown because you were getting the ball to start the second half. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, a couple of miscues. Oh, I, Sam Fran's yeah. offense didn't help either. I mean, when you're about to, I mean, even when we coach youth football, you know what I mean? If you're about to get pummeled, eat the ball. Right. Don't just chuck it up somewhere towards the sideline and hope nobody gets it. Well, yeah, and that's but that was the thing. They had to make Garoppolo beat them. I mean, he threw eight passes against Green Bay, and they didn't need him, which kind of another head-scratcher. Against Green Bay, Raheem Mostert, 220 yards, four touchdowns. He didn't even start the game. Right. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I, don't I mean, know. it's like it's like what, I don't understand. I didn't understand that. And then they gave him twelve carries. He was twelve for fifty-eight with a touchdown. And the, I think the play of the game, and you, you can read this all over, so I'm not alone in this thought. They're up twenty to ten. First down. Morris gets six yards, five or six yards. Second and four or five. Pass incomplete. Pass incomplete. Punt. <laughs> And then yeah. Kansas City took over. Right. It's like he, I think he outthought himself. Like, all right, well, sure, we're running, we're up. I, I can do what I want, and I can, you know, this, that, or the other thing. Well, what even like Troy Aikman at that point? I think that you're talking about. I think I remember him saying, at this point, San Francisco is just going to run it right down their throat. Right. And they didn't. And they didn't. They just started throwing <laughs> for some reason. Uh, did you have any issue with? The MVP, Mahomes being the MVP. As bad as if you play that bad in the first half, do you get MVP well, just because you throw a, a pass to a guy that runs 4 2? I don't it, know. It, well, exactly. And agreed. That said, though, was Damian Williams that because the only other person you could give it to right. is Damian Williams and then uh, Clark on defense. Okay. Uh, he had like two tip passes, you know, a, sack, a timely sack. But I mean, he wasn't dominant enough on defense to be an MVP as a defensive player, I didn't think. And then Williams, if you look at his stats, 138 of the 104 yards came on that touchdown run, which he, if, if you think about it, he should have went down to run the clock out. Sure. But I'm thankful he didn't because. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy, my buddy Rick, who was in Las Vegas, I texted him. I said, you guys do anything second half? He said, yeah, we're in line right now. Do you want anything? I said, what is the over for the second half? He texts back. He says, 27. I'm like, all right, they're going to score because it's 10-10. They, yeah. They're going to open it up. Right. And that touchdown put it over put 27 it over. for the second half. So right. I was thankful he didn't fall down. But So 104 minus 38, math guy here. I mean, he had 66 yards rushing. If you take away, obviously oh, yeah. you can't take that play away. But right. I mean, so he's only one play. Mahomes did account for three touchdowns. He had a rushing touchdown and then two short ones, one right. to Williams, one to Kelsey. Yep. So I I didn't have as much of a problem as most of the people did that because he did play bad and he did have two interceptions. He did play a bad first half, but I don't have a problem with him winning it with nobody else took over the game. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. If if you look at it in a vacuum. You know, and you look at his first half, you're like, oh, how does a guy play that poorly and get MVP? But like you said, who else do you give it to? Exactly. 
Uh, two more things on the Super Bowl that already sort of talked about. What do you think of the halftime show? I don't on my on, on my Twitter page after watching. How do you say it? Is it Shakira? Shakira. Shakira. I I tweeted out on my my own personal Twitter. I tweeted out after watching Shakira halftime performance. I think I need a cigarette. I mean that was right. That was actually some so hot stuff there. Did you see before the before the game? They had. Uh... A-Rod was in front of one of the buses or something and said, hey, you know, I just want to let everybody know the halftime show is going to be family friendly. Uh, no, I didn't see it. You didn't, didn't see no, that? I didn't see that. Part. I said, okay, we'll see this because I announced it, you know, in the kitchen before yeah. the game. Oh, A-Rod says, you know, no wardrobe, mal- no wardrobe malfunctions. And then, of course, when the both of them are standing there with their asses in the camera shaking them, I'm like, hey, this might be family friendly in Miami, but those of us in the Midwest. And then my buddy uh, Fish responded back uh, to my tweet. He said, said, "Um, man, I'm kind of sleepy or maybe I'm hungry. I don't know. So he he, uh, obviously he agreed with my tweet, but it was like, I mean, for that many people, that was the most watched. The whole night was the Super Bowl. I can't remember how many millions they said or what the rating was during right. the halftime performance, but it was. I'm sure some people, you know, it's probably the same people that are offended by Sports Illustrated the swimsuit edition. Sure, but, I mean, I had no. I, I thought it was, but I actually thought she did better than um, J Lo. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, J Lo wasn't bad, but I, I thought she stole the show. Well, I, I, and and nothing against fifty year olds either, but. She is fifty. Ooh, J Lo. J Lo. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh hell yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. She's she still look good, but uh, <laughs> uh, but actually, because I, I normally don't like the halftime shows, right? But it, I actually sure. it wasn't it wasn't that no. bad. Well, and I had a couple other. Shelly was reading some uh, some posts on Facebook, and it went from that was the greatest halftime show ever to I am never ever buying a Pepsi product ever again because of what just happened during halftime. Um, well, I, I won't buy a Pepsi product for other reasons, but right. <laughs> um, I didn't see. I didn't. I, if you find a fence in that, then maybe you shouldn't even t- turn on a television or radio. Yeah. It, 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 I guess you could say a borderline on risque. Sure, but yeah, come on. You could always move to Indiana or Ohio and drive around a, a you know, a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, you got some where, of those in Blackwood, Michigan. Where I'm, oh, okay, yeah. Well, I'm just. <laughs> Going with the uh, <laughs> stereotype. And the uh, obviously the other final big play of the Super Bowl is commercials. As a whole, what'd you think, and what was your favorite? I thought standard uh, as a whole, just funny. Some of them were flat out. I didn't understand them. They were yeah. There were a couple that I didn't. Uh, <laughs> What are they trying to sell me here? I'm not quite. I don't, I'm not. I still it. don't know the one with uh, Scorsese and um. Uh, what's the guy? Oh yeah, name? what the heck was that? I, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't uh, remember Jonas. Jonas. Yeah, Jonas Hill. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the ad was for. Yeah, Although I, I do. I I, I, I gotta come clean. Oh, here. you know what it was? Because Jonas didn't want to go out, so he needed some caffeine. Oh, okay. It was a caffeinated. I don't even know what the beverage was anymore, but you know. He was, uh, Scorsese was, was, was browbeating him to come out to that party or whatever. And he's just, oh man. So he stopped by the convenience mart and he went into the cooler and got some kind of a. Was it the Coke energy? I don't know. I actually don't. 
I'm sorry to say that I don't even really remember the Coke energy because I do have to have a uh, come clean moment here. I did cheat on you a little bit, Dave. Oh God. Uh, last night I did. I did. I was. I don't drinking. know. I don't. Don't tell me. I don't need to know the truth. We're not going to rank it here on, on the pod because the two of us didn't sample it together. But I had a uh, six of Alaskan ale. It was the Hopothermia. Oh. It was like it was a nine percent. I got uh-huh. just a little six pack. Yeah. I was watching the game and sure. It, it was a heavy hitter. It, it, it would have. <laughs> you think it, it would have rated well on our pod, but I won't rate it because, like I said, I felt felt bad about right. cheating on it. Um, I'll forgive you. Thank you. A lot of, like you said, you said they were standard, but I've seen a lot of, of reviews that oh, they were horrible. What a way that, 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 horrible. That's why I didn't think so either. In fact, <laughs> I thought the, the two uh, Frito Lay commercials were hilarious. <laughs> the one with Sam Elliott. Yeah. I, I oh thought yeah. The, I thought the mustache. Were, yeah. Oh I yeah. Those were hilarious. Yeah, commercials. my dad busted out laugh, belly laughing on that one. And then uh, the uh, the uh, the Jeep. The Groundhog oh, Day. Was that was another that's, one that was fantastic. That's what I'm saying. I thought I thought these were the best uh, commercials yeah. in years. Right. Well, of course, anybody younger than what thirty probably doesn't know the Groundhog one very well. So they were probably kind of like had an eyebrow raise, like, who? oh yeah, who, yeah, yeah who probably, is it? So, you know, and even people in their twenties are probably wondering who's that guy with the Groundhog. Exactly. That's but I so and that's I, where you got to smack him in the back of the head and start educating them. So so. All the way, all the way around from the, the game to the halftime to the commercials, I give it a double thumbs up. Of course, I'm uh, then again, like I said, I'm probably a little biased because I did win my wagers from my buddy That's right. that went to Vegas and put some wagers in, mm-hmm. including the coin toss, which I call <laughs> tails. And can you imagine having money? I was fired up watching it. You didn't put 10 G's on the I, corn? I had $50. Okay. And I was fired up enough watching $50. I heard Sherman say tails, and it's tails. I'm like, yes. I mean, over $50. It was exciting for $50. So I can right. imagine if you threw like 10 dimes on it. Like, all right, let's let her rip, boys. <laughs> um, and then I won my fantasy league. So obviously, yeah. I'm a little biased. But I thought as, um, as a whole, the day was a double thumbs up. And speaking of ratings... Should we get into rating banana bread beer from Eagle Brewery? We should, for sure. I got, right. I got, I got another little taste here, but I'm, I'm definitely ready. All right, I will. I'll start with the first, and then you start with the second, and then okay. I'll finish with the third. Um, the banana notes stayed with me from start of the beer to the end. Definitely has a nice banana flavor, which I actually prefer to some of the other fruity flavored beers we've tasted. I'm going to go just slightly higher than the untapped rating, which in untapped banana bread beer was a 3.56. I'm going to go with 3.85. Okay. Okay. 3.85, huh? All right. So... I'm going to go a little bit higher than that. Again, from other episodes, I like I like some fruit flavor or something in there. Um, and again, this is not overwhelming. It doesn't taste like, you know, I've, I'm, I'm drinking a banana smoothie or anything like that. Agreed. Uh, and it, it does. It's amazing how that stays. Sometimes, you know, the, it, the flavor goes away a little bit. Exactly. Especially with the IPAs that we've been drinking. Right. And it... it the consistent flavor all the way through. Um, 
I have to go a little bit higher than that. I have to put that up there like with some of my favorites. Uh, okay, so looking back, especially that um, the strawberry uh, from um, Austin Brothers. We had that strawberry smoothie, although it did say smoothie in there. It doesn't really taste like one. But um, I'm going to go with four, 4.0. All right. So what do you say we move on to the second tasting of the night, Dave? The the big boy, alcohol percentage-wise, of the three. Song of the Open Road. It's the fifth installment of Bell's Brewing Leaves of Grass series, which everybody knows is a work by Walt Whitman. Oh, good old. Good call, old boy. Uh, so looking forward to drinking the beer that goes with my favorite book. My favorite reading by Walt Whitman. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't read it. <laughs> uh, I read it right after I read Chaucer. We uh, we sampled number one. You going to go right out of the bottle? Nope. <laughs> we we uh, sampled number one over the summer of the series, and today we fast forwarded number five. So at yeah, some I'm point, not, I'm we're, not sure at, where we skipped it. But. At some point, we're going to have to do two, three, and four. So let's give old Song of the Open Road a pour here. Ooh, much darker in color than the banana bread beer. Oh, yeah. I gave you the pay-it-forward glass. And as usual, when we're at the North Studio, drinking out of the not-a-big-deal spitting chiclets glass. There you go. Cheers. Finally poured a beer with decent head. Cheers. Woo! Weird. Got a weird taste to it. Uh-huh. A little a... toffee. Not coffee. Uh, toffee with the tea. Yeah. Yeah, that I did not expect. I hmm. had the same Different. reaction without the woo. Different, though. Oh. Hey, Dave, thanks for not Dave, the Dave that I'm doing the podcast with. Dave, the one that suggested we do more than just IPAs. Hmm. This is different, for sure. Very different. Uh, okay, so this has got a a toffee. Oh, here we go. Well, hence the toffee taste that I was having. All right, um, a sipper. It's calling. It's calling it on the back of the bottle. It's calling it a sipper. So a sipper that is nice and malty with notes of baked bread, brown sugar, and dark fruit. What the hell is dark fruit? I don't, I don't know. I taste I the toffee either. that you mentioned. I don't know about the bread, but the toffee I taste. Uh, toffee or coffee, depending on your palate. Um, help keep you warm and toasty, which is probably why they call it a winter warmer ale. Probably so. I don't know where this would keep you warm and toasty. I mean, I mean, it's by no means like a hot dam or anything. No, no, no. But it's a, it is like a coffee. It's a thicker... Um, Hmm. If I was a better, if I was a better connoisseur and knew my vocabulary, maybe that's one thing we got to yeah, do is work on that a little bit. Nah, we're, we're average guys. Yeah, that's true. We live an average life. I work from <laughs> nine to five. Hey, I <laughs> Don't, you Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Stop it right now. Anyway, yeah. for this next segment, I'm, I'm going to call it the hashtag IDGAF segment. Mm -hmm. 
And it rears its ugly head again in this world that we live in. We've talked about it before on the podcast, and that's why I gave it a name of the IDGAF. Should know what it means if you don't ask one of your kids or whatever, and or just look at the initials. You'll figure out what the acronym means. I figured uh, out what the F means. Yeah. A uh, couple of instances. All right. And there's no joke here and there's no disrespect. And here's my thoughts. And then I want your thoughts on two different issues, but it's something everybody gets all bunched up about. Couple points. One, I think it was Friday night. The Saginaw spirit had a moment of silence for Kobe Bryant. Why? I don't get it. Now, you know, like, let's say Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, Shaquille O'Neal is going to be devastated. Those three won three titles together, and then they kind of grew apart, and you were either on Camp Shaq or Camp Kobe. Like, Shaq was saying, oh, he only won those titles because I was there because then he won it in Miami, and Kobe wasn't winning it. And then Kobe won some titles without Shaq. So Kobe was like, actually, it was me that was, you know. And then the two had kind of a feud, and now Kobe's gone, and like Shaq is like, man, that was, you know, you could tell he was broken up by it. Oh, yeah. So I see why it's important to him. And all the good Kobe did, I'm not disrespecting any of the nine that were on that flight. Right. But why one week later was there a moment of silence at a Saginaw Spirit game for Kobe Bryant? I don't have a. Solid, yeah. like right out of the game. Not only because it's a PC thing to do, uh, because he was at the time, you know, Kobe was it. He in the sporting I, I, world. I get that. So maybe that. he had some influence in Saginaw, Michigan, at a minor league hockey game. Yeah, no. <clears throat> Hence, yeah. hashtag IDGAF. Right. Point two on that same issue. They're panning the crowd. They do a moment of silence. And hats off to the NFL, who did mention Chris Dolman, another Hall of Famer who did pass away with lost his battle with cancer. Sure. And they mentioned him. Absolutely. And yeah. they didn't list all nine names because most reports were Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Oh, and some seven people that weren't very important. And I'm not making a joke. They're disrespecting those people. That's the way I interpreted the news right. when it was like, oh, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant. And then they would occasionally mention his daughter. Oh, and I basically, and there were some other people. yeah, it's like, yeah, there are seven other people, but you don't know. So who cares? Yeah. And so I like the NFL for listing all seven names or all nine names. And then they mentioned Chris Dolman and then they're panning the crowd. Guys wearing a Kobe Bryant shirt. Yeah. What does he do? Does he look somber? He's really dejected that, you know, Kobe may have been his best, his favorite player. Maybe Kobe Bryant was his best friend. But what did he do? Did he look? Did you? It was. He, he's pointing at the joke. Oh, <laughs> like, hey, I'm, on got, I'm on TV. I'm yeah, on TV. The jersey work. The jersey works. Like, yeah, I got on TV. Like he was really, he was really broken up that Kobe had died. Right. But because he made the jumbotron at Super Bowl Fifty Four. Right. All right. Second. What What is your take on this? Second IDGAF moment. But I don't want to get the guy's name wrong. First of all, I'm going to start it by. Dictionary.com's definition of leader. Because uh, who, who carries a Webster dictionary with him nowadays? Yeah. So right on my phone, dex- dictionary.com, leader, a noun. Number one, a person or thing that leads. Number two, a guiding or directing head, 
as of an army, movement, or political group. So, hmm. one Morris Berger, the, an assistant coach at Grand Valley State College, yep. and I quote, Monday after the school newspaper quoted him as saying he would like to meet Adolf Hitler and no one could deny the Nazi wasn't a great leader. The school subsequently suspended him and then he ultimately resigned, apologized because it's the political correct thing to do in this day and age. Because the guy probably wants to get a job somewhere down the line. So he wanted to do damage control. Right. And my take on that is he didn't say, oh, man, do I really support Adolf Hitler? And I'd love to euthanize a whole race, genocide a whole race of people. Man, he really knew what he was doing. And, boy, it's too bad he didn't accomplish his goal. No. He said he was a great leader. He led people and millions bought in, millions upon millions bought into that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, you know, to summarize World War II in three minutes, I'm not going to, you know, give you all the, no, yeah. you know, the particulars of World War II in a, a podcast. Right. But you mean to tell me that, you know, the United States got involved in Actually, we didn't get involved until Pearl Harbor. But again, I'm not going to get on the details of World War II. That's a whole nother podcast. But we snuffed out Hitler's beliefs. His beliefs were wrong, but uh, uh, he was a great leader for the millions of people that followed him. That is my take on it. So he loses a job because he said the guy was a great leader just because he didn't say he agreed with Hitler. Right. And so to lose your job over that, or well, ultimately he resigned right, right, to yeah. get a job in, down the future. It, it's, it's stupid that you cannot even say anything in this world anymore. It's dumb. Fucking hate it. It's stupid. I'm. I, yeah, I, what, how do you not though, how do you not understand how the world works? I didn't, I'm not disputing that fact, David. The, the fact Why did I, even, if that, they were, that's what I said. They, they, the article paraphrased it and chopped it out. They didn't give up, they didn't lead the context of it. Right. They didn't lead into the context of it. They just said that he would like to meet because he also said he would like to meet John F. Kennedy because John F. Kennedy was a great leader. But nobody gave a shit about that because well, everybody likes yeah, John F. Kennedy. Give, he didn't give him a raise because he said that. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So he just said that the man was a great leader. He didn't say he believed in it. So why just because something's not, you know, Ginger Lynn was a great actor and actress in her field. Now, you may not like the genre she was in. But she was a great actress. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, you just I, I yeah, I'm like, I, I'm a, I don't even know, you know, if, if any younger any, people any, listening to the pot are Googling Ginger Lynn because they don't right. know who she is. <laughs> well, hopefully they're doing it with some, uh, with some, with some filters in their, in their router. Um, yeah, you just can't. You just can't. You can't. I mean, someone who kills that many people or tells you just he's like, I mean, that that's that's almost close to saying, well, you know what? Satan's a pretty good leader, too. You know what I mean? He's you know, he's got some good leadership qualities. He didn't say he had good leadership quality. He was a great leader. Obviously, Charles Manson was one hell of a leader because Charles Manson didn't do any killing. Yeah. Yet he died in prison after serving. 60 years in prison. Yeah. 
So I just don't understand what because just because he said he was a great leader, he loses his job over that. And it's just to me, anyway, we could beat the IDGAF. Tweet us your IDGAF moment at EPOTFFA. I'd like to see where our listeners think on this. I know I'm in the minority, and I am not supporting Hitler. I love that, you know, the United States won World War II with the Allied forces. I get that. Although right. we did remain neutral for a lot of Hitler's shenanigans True. and didn't get into World War II until the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. Right. So, you know, that's yeah. a whole nother topic yeah, for a whole nother pod. But anyway, hashtag IDGAF. And I just, I'm tired of the political correctness, not even get into the R word discussion again. So before I go ballistic, David, why don't, why don't we rate the song of the open road from one Walt Whitman? All right, Walt, my turn to go first. Yes, it is. So this is the opposite of the Oh, good grief. I hate it when I try to talk and swallow at the same time. That's what she said. <laughs> God, I didn't, even, I didn't even get halfway through that, and I knew I was going to walk right into that. Uh, so you had the, the kind of the fruit, a little bit of fruit flavor um, before that, and then you got this toffee, coffee, kind of a, um, I don't even know if I want to call it a, like a Killian's type of a, no, not really. Not a little bit more of a gut punch than Killian's. Okay, a little bit dirtier. Yeah. I'm gonna put it at a three point, at a three point two. All right. So I think our differences in beers are coming out. Uh, you're four tenths of a point below the untapped rating of three point six nine. If I gave the banana bread beer a three point eight five. I've got to give the Song of the Open Road a 3.9 because I actually would drink this all night long before I would drink banana bread beer all night long. So I will give the Song of the Open Road by Bell's Brewery a 3.9. 3.9. Got it. Yeah, I would I would drink one or two of these, um, and then I would be done where, yeah, uh, the opposite of you, I would drink a few more of the banana bread beer fair enough so let's move on to the third and final tasting of episode seven dave the infamous we hope black sheep ale from the black sheep brewery 4.4 percent alcohol by volume which is one of the lower alcohol by volumes we've had and the idea is na the old non-applicable so, let's pop the top on these bad boys. We're back to the It's All Bullshit mugs from our faithful listener, Jamie Wendy. Where did you say this was from? Yorkshire, England. Oh, you said that very well. Almost British. Another terribly poured beer by myself. As much beer as we drink, you'd think I'd be able to pour a fucking beer. I think you're so anxious to get it in there. I think you put it a little That's what fast. she said. <laughs> All right. Now, I saw the other one coming before I finished my sentence. That one, not till I finished my sentence. <laughs> oh, 
another one. What's with the woos tonight? Oh, because the, the 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 woo for the second one was a good woo, and this here was not a good woo. <laughs> for all you uh, Deadwood fans, woo the the Asian that interacted with Swearingen. Chuck Chuck and Dave McPeak will appreciate appreciate that reference of the old woo and tied in Deadwood to a beer tasting. Well, who, who knew? Boy, what is it? It, it there's some bitter. There's almost to me this tastes like a uh, one of the bourbon barrel. Really? Age. No. Yes. To me, yeah, that's the taste I get. It's almost like one of the bourbon barrel ones that we've sampled. And that's that's why that was the bad woo when I t- took a sample because I don't like bourbon. That's weird. Maybe, listen, I think we need to cleanse our palate uh, with some of our Clancy's cheese curls. Right. Leftover from episode six. Exactly. Because I get, like, when you said it like a bourbon barrel, I was... Shocked over what? No, that's that's the hint. that's the taste I'm getting. But as we, uh, do you think any any other place on the planet does a palate cleansing with cheese? Curls? Not Clancy's. No, there may what be I mean, somebody you, that uses the free, the the Cheetos or really a, a like a Piggly Wiggly brand <laughs> cheese puff. But I don't think any, I don't think there's a podcast out there that represents Clancy. So Aldi's, if you're listening, we could use some sponsorship. Um. Segment three, typically, Dave, as we uh, as your palate is cleansed and you try to search for the bourbon barrel that I'm tasting, is typically the random question, the what if, the would you rather, the true or false, the, mm-hmm. that type of deal. Yep. Tonight I got for you. Okay. And it, it, obviously it's a question many have thought of because they've actually had movies about it. So, you have a time machine. You can go into the future or back to the past. Only do one. Which route, which which button are you going to put the switch? Mm, Wow. Um, And if you choose back to the, uh, if you go back in time, what area are you talking about? Well, can I, can I know what I know now? If I go back in time? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, in fact, you could even... even alter it if you alter the course of history if you want to well absolutely yeah um wow going to the future or go back in time i'd have to go back in time damn it so now second part to yeah. that question what era maybe we'll differ on it i was hoping we would differ because i too would rather go back in time than into the future and i'll tell i'll say why in a minute so now maybe hopefully we go back to a different era. I mean, so where I mean, are you I'm, going back to? I'm I may be biased. I'd have to I'd have to go right back where I started. I would think because the the 80s were awesome. That they were born born in the 70s. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe go back a little bit farther. Maybe go back to about 65, so I could. So I could judge for myself whether we actually landed on the moon or not, or whether it was a big bruise. So you just want to relive your life then? Knowing what I know now? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I, which I, I don't dispute that, but what if, if I'm going back to the past. Right. I got it down to two. 
and I won't share the other one. You can tweet me at epodffa, and I'll tell you the other one that I don't choose. I'm going back to like the 1800s, like uh, of the form oh. of the aforementioned like Deadwood era, the Civil War era. Okay, I mean, knowing what you know now, yes, and you know, it would, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It would, like, the lawlessness of it, like, you know, not that I want to be killed in the street or anything, but right, when Which you, you could, a, when you had a difference of opinion, <laughs> it was like, hey, yeah. I don't like you. You screwed me over and at the, at the poker table, dead in the street. And it really, I mean, it was like, all right, well, well, he did screw him yeah, over. Yeah, he did screw him over. The, you know, all right, so I'll spare. <laughs> See you later. And then you know everything. Everything there, there was Mike no. Wins. There was no hashtag IDGAF moments in the right. Civil War. It was like you handled things as they occurred, and you moved on. Right. So, and I I agree with you that like yeah the eighty it would be nice to go back to high school and like oh if I if I would only did this a little differently because that you know high school is I think I actually liked high school better than college believe it or not yeah well I no I can't say that really no, not in any way shape or form can I say that well see I actually liked high school but it, so yeah. all right so let's well I'll throw another what if onto the topic. Uh, back so if you could you relived yeah you're gonna go back to when you at Michigan State and start and move forward that point see I'm actually gonna go I'm gonna go I would back go to, back farther than that like I said I would go to oh no but I just yeah. I gave you we've amended the, the sure. topic okay all right all right all right so either or so are you gonna go back to high school or are you go back to college mm, I'd go that's a good point. I mean, um, I'm just, you know, and I may be the exception. My college experience was so amazing. The people I met and the things that we did, um, and it wasn't, it wasn't gratuitous or it wasn't, you know, it was just, it was perfect. I, you know, um, you know, I've admitted to some people and the people that were there know what happened. I mean, I cried like a baby. We had a party, and then the the night that I knew I was, you know, leaving, because it was because I knew it was over. Yeah, it was it was one of those surreal, surreal. Oh my god, one of those surreal moments where I mean, I knew how good it was. I appreciated how good it was, and that I was going to have to go and grow up and get a job and you know do that kind of thing. So oh, for sure, yeah, I, I I didn't say you know my college. Years weren't regretful by any means. No, 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 not at all. No, no. I had to pick. If I I could only go back to one or the other, I'd go back to high school. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I would probably, I would probably do high school the same. I'm not saying change it. I'm saying where would you rather go back and relive it from? Well, if I could do, if I could do, yeah, if I could, if if I could do one or the other, though, yeah, if I could do college over again to just to do it over again, that would, yeah, I'd do that. I I would go high school. Yeah. Anyway, enough talk about that. Not that my uh, present isn't perfect either. So (laughs) my present is perfect. It is perfect. Although I'm interested to see if anybody tweets at EPOT FFA and wonders what 
my other moment that I'd go back to. I might than, actually do it because I'm kind of curious. Well, you got to get a Twitter account first. <laughs> I actually do have a Twitter account. I just haven't been on it in so long. Well, what is you got to get you got to get your vitals out there for the public. Anyway, let's rate number three: the old Black Sheep Ale from Black Sheep Brewery. I went first, you went second, so it's up to me. All right, to stay consistent with our scoring, I went 3.8 on the first, 3.9 on the second. This is my least favorite of the three, but didn't dislike it in any way, shape, or form. 3.2. 3.2. I don't, I have no idea where the bourbon barrel came from. That's I'm what not, I'm tasting. Really? Yes. Because this is something that I would almost put in the category of an all-day... This is, it's, there's, I don't have hardly, there, there's some good, there's some decent flavor, but there's no bitterness whatsoever. Oh, there's no bitterness, no. Um, this is something you could have several of if you're, you know, sitting out in the backyard or whatever. Um, yeah, it's got a good flavor. I'm, I've got to give this, this has got to be, for me, this has got to be a 3.95. All right. Well, it actually, we're normally close on our ratings and our descriptions and our takes on beer. And we're just, I would drink this again. I yeah. just, it, it was my least favorite of the three. Of, excuse me, of the three. Correct. Um, I don't even know. I think I, I, no, obviously this is not my least favorite of the three because I rated it more than the, uh, than the number five of the Leaves of Grass series. And just under the uh, banana bread. Correct. 4.0. Correct. But <laughs> I'm out of beer, and as the late, great Stuart Scott said, you don't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.